0: Curious Career Chats, the podcast that explores what a day in the life of a range of professions really consists of. We are going to be interviewing a range of guests from different industries,
1: finding out what their role is really like. We are your hosts, the Boyd sisters, Becky and Sammy, and we can't wait to get chatting. Thank you so much for coming on our podcast and talking to us. Really appreciate you finding the time.
2: Mm-hmm. No, I'm looking forward to it. I said at the start of this year I'd love to be on a podcast by the end of this year, and here I am. so oh
1: my God, amazing. Can check that one. Out.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely manifested
1: it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Working out and taking care of our bodies is something many of us take seriously and schedule into our lifestyle. This episode we talk to Emily, who is a personal trainer. So she not only takes care of herself, but she also helps others to gain control over their bodies. Find out throughout this podcast what the role entails and all about her journey to where she is now. Who knows? It could also be the perfect career for you too. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please?
2: Yes, of course. So I moved from Yorkshire. I don't know if are you guys from Yorkshire? Are you no, we're, guys from up north we're Lancashire? Oh, okay the accents I was like that sounds similar to me. <laughs> um I moved to London when I was 17 and I I'd, I've danced from the age of like 1 um and I did athletics in between when I wasn't dancing and things like that. So I moved to do musical theater at a college in Epsom in Surrey when I was 17. Um and I was there for 3 years and then I graduated and then from there for the past sort of wasn't well, graduating which I was in 2014. So what's that now? That's nearly seven years of being out. I've been performing on cruise ships in musicals on board Royal Caribbean. And I also danced for Norwegian Cruise Lines. Um, And during this time, this was when there was a free gym to use on board with all the equipment. So I just started playing around myself, um, using all the machines, trying different things from like weightlifting to Pilates and all of this. Um, And it was during my Second to the last contract that I did, that I decided to become a personal trainer. I'd um, seen quite a few people of my friends at dance college and things not looking after themselves. So I was like, I need to know how to help people look after themselves properly.
0: <laughs> I love
2: that. That sounds like such an incredible journey. Yeah, it was really good. I must admit, the very first time I went out onto a cruise, I was, oh my goodness, I was so scared. <laughs> I had no idea what to expect. And then you first get there and this this massive ship with this it's so busy. There's people from all over the world working there, running like crazy. You share a room with another dancer, with another person, and it was just it was very hard, but it's given me such a thick skin. So I'm thankful that I did I have done it. Yeah, definitely. That sounds incredible. I'm actually really jealous of that. I'd love that. Yeah.
1: Like, I mean, I can't dance or anything like that, but to be yeah. on a cruise, <laughs> it's an amazing experience.
2: Yeah, it was. I've I've seen. I've been to the Caribbean, and um, so all around like Mexico and things like that. I went to Alaska, Norway, all around Europe. So I've seen quite a few places as well that I probably wouldn't have seen if I didn't work on cruise ships.
0: Definitely. Do you
2: still dance? I I do, yes. So, obviously, due to the pandemic, no shows anywhere in the world have been happening. Um, I actually got sent home from a contract early last March. I was doing um, Cats, the musical for Royal Caribbean. So, when I came home from that, I sort of threw myself into the personal training side of things, um, which is my plan to do all all in all, sort of up until next January. Um, And then if I don't feel like I'm in a place where... I can carry it on and I need you know it's not necessarily working for me I might try performing again um but at the moment things seem to be going quite well so we'll see about that
0: yeah I was going to ask um have you found like because of the pandemic a lot more people are trying to get fit and healthy because you've got that extra time
2: yeah, I d- definitely sort of in the second lockdown, the first lockdown, I think when everyone was doing the live workouts and things, a lot of people were joining in with that as and when they could. But then come the second pa- well, second lockdown that we had, that was when I was qualified. And that's when people were saying, we don't know how long this is going to go on for. So we want to make sure that whenever it does happen, that we go back to not we are, you know, feeling good within ourselves to go back into day to day life, um, which I thought was really good of people because it would been very easy just to not do anything and over the first couple of months I did it myself I was just on the sofa watching Netflix every day all day and then I was like right come on now <laughs> time yeah. to get up
1: <laughs> definitely it's been a full roller coaster hasn't it really I feel like we've oh all had God. some stages where we've been just chilling out not being bothered with anything and then the complete opposite and it's like you want to eat healthy you want to work out every day
2: it's yeah. so up and down It has, yeah, and this third one when it was over winter, I feel like that was the hardest one out of all because who wants to work out when it's three degrees <laughs> who oh. wants to do anything have salad when it's so cold <laughs> so true It was so hard to even get out in PJs <laughs> I know
0: I know and I think with it being third lockdown we're all getting a bit disheartened yeah
2: we're a little sick of I it. know yeah when is it gonna end it needs to end now <laughs> yeah definitely but well, I
0: guess the working out has helped with like keeping a club mindset and with anxieties and
2: all of that that kind of thing yeah so many benefits yeah yeah, definitely. I I live with my fiance and it was in, I want to say halfway through the first one when we had that massive chunk. I started just randomly every day. I was like, right, I'm going to get up at 5am when it was summer and go on a walk, like an hour long walk. And I had to, I did that for months, months on end every day getting up at that time because the sun was rising up i'd have my coffee and it was just Mm -hmm. you know you're in the house all day every day with the same people you're bound to go a little bit stir crazy you know you need your time just for you
0: working out not only has a positive impact on the body it can also have a huge positive impact on the mind and our well-being it increases heart rate which pumps more oxygen to the brain it can also reduce inflammation Your body also releases chemicals such as dopamine and endorphins into your brain when you exercise. These make you feel happy. Not only is your brain pumping out feel-good chemicals, but exercise also helps your brain to get rid of chemicals that make you feel stressed and anxious.
1: Um, And
2: I did find that I um, felt a lot better just for just doing that in the morning.
1: Yeah, and I feel like walks too, it was like the most exciting part of the day. I know everyone now
2: still (laughs) doesn't. Oh, I love a walk now. (laughs) Get me outside. (laughs) So,
1: So what qualifications do you need and what trainings needed, you know, to become a personal trainer?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I saw over the lockdown, there was lots of courses that I saw you could pass to become a qualified personal trainer in two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. And that just baffles me because yeah. I did my qualification, I did it through um, Premier Global NASM, which is sort of one of the top ones that you can do it with. They're slightly more expensive, but you have, if you do, if you Premier Global, wherever you go in the world is recognised, um, which is mainly why I did it, because who knows where we, you know, you might end up later on in life or what mm-hmm. have you. Um, and with that, I got my level two fitness instructing for like group exercise and also my level three personal training qualification. And it t- I had two years to do it all in. I did it in just under the two years because I did it whilst I was on cruise ships in America and it was quite difficult with the time. So I had to keep taking a few little breaks. Um, but even within that two, two years, I still felt like I didn't know enough or what I needed to know. hmm. Um, So when people sort of do it within three weeks, it baffles me because I wouldn't, I wouldn't pass the exam in three weeks. I need more time. (laughs) There's so much that you have to sort of learn and understand, you know, as you go, as I was going through the two years, things would click about, you know, how to consent forms, why you have to do this and do that. And I just think three weeks isn't long enough. So I'm glad that I took the time that I did um, to pass to, to get the qualification. So was the qualification an online course? It was, yes. Um, So you can, I think you could do either or, but because I was away in the US, I did it all online. So you had, um, I think there's about 12 modules within the whole thing. And then you had to do three practicals, one of doing um, a one hour full training session with a client. And then you had, which was more for fitness instructing. So that's just to show that you understand how a gym works. And then you had to do another one, which was about training techniques. So like using the rower, demonstrating exactly how to use it. Um, And then the third one that you did was with a, a PT client who you'd done a whole case study for and things like that.
0: Well that's good because I was thinking like if it's just all online it must be really hard to then suddenly get this qualification and then put it into practice. I know
2: yeah so you yeah you have to film yourself and send it off which was weird because you sort of I had my fiance there filming me and my friend walking around the gym and you can't really stop you can't stop and go oh no let's do that again you have to do it sort of in one take just as you would so it's I think I found that more nerve wracking than doing it in front of someone because I feel like survival mode comes into play when you're there right in front of someone. Yeah, definitely (laughs) more pressure. Yeah, you perform better because of that. But yes, so it was all all the learning was online with like um, online seminars, um, which were all recorded, so you could always refer back to them. And then you had the tutor who was there. I mean, the amount of silly questions I must have sent in. What's this? What's that? Um, but they're always sort of there for you constantly throughout the whole course. So it's it's, it's just as good. I mean, I struggled, struggled a little bit at the start with online because I prefer, you know, visually seeing things. Um, so at the start, it was a bit slow going, but then once you're in the, you know, momentum of it, it was fine. It enables
0: you to have that flexibility as well, you yeah. know, to continue doing your job and being away or whatever.
2: Yeah, and doing it and having the time because you can do it well whenever you wanted. I started off joining the seminars, I think they were about 10 o'clock in the morning in the UK and I was up at 4am in the middle of the ocean trying to do them and I, it, was, it was hard. Oh my gosh, it sounds so, <laughs> it sounds so exciting though, I love that you managed to do both. Yeah, it, it was good and he definitely I, I could have given up because it was quite hard to do but I'm glad that I pushed through because now it's all yeah. been worth it so that's good.
0: This course not only allowed Emily to be flexible with the training as she got to do it while travelling, but it also allows her to work wherever in the world as a qualified PT. For many of us, our job can be the reason we put off moving away or having long breaks away, but this career path seems to enable it.
2: But yes, yeah, so it was all all the learning was online with like um, online seminars, um, which were all recorded, so you could always refer back to them. And then you had the tutor who was there. I mean, the amount of silly questions I must have sent in. What's this? What's that? Um, <laughs> but they're always sort of there for you constantly throughout the whole course. So it's it's, it's just as good. I mean, I struggled, struggled a little bit at the start with online because I prefer, you know, visually seeing things. Um, so at the start, it was a bit slow going, but then once you're in the, you know, momentum of it, it was fine. It enables you to have that flexibility as well, you yeah. know, to continue doing your job and
0: being away or whatever.
2: Yeah, and doing it and having the time, because you can do it well whenever you wanted. I started off joining the seminars, I think they were about 10 o'clock in the morning in the UK, and I was up at 4am in the middle of the ocean, trying to do them, and I, it, was, it was hard. Oh my gosh, it sounds so, <laughs> it sounds so exciting though, I love that, you managed to do both. Yeah, it, it was good, and he definitely, I, I could have given up because it was quite hard to do, but I'm glad that I pushed through, because now it's all yeah. been worth it, so that's good.
1: Definitely. So we've seen that you have quite a large social presence and are quite active on social media. Is this something that you kind of recommend other personal trainers
2: do? Do you find like it helps within your career? Yeah it definitely does. I've only really I think in the past couple of months upped my game (laughs) Mm because I was um, mainly focusing on more lifestyle about a year ago. So I was doing a lot of traveling, I was doing how to stay sort of healthy traveling and skincare and all this and that but then I've really sort of in the past few months honed in on fitness and I think as a PT you need to put out the knowledge that you have and not copy what other people are putting out there because that's what makes you stand out for everyone else you know like doing infographics and having each infographic sort of like the same layout so people could be scrolling through their story and be like oh that's Emily I know that that's her because I see that sort of style that she uploads a lot of the time what has she got to say today um so I think it definitely does and I think you just need to put out there what you believe in as a PT because there are so many right answers to mm-hmm. different things so you just have to go with your gut consistency with what you're uploading um and yeah just sort of be there you know open if anyone's got any questions to basically give free advice because at the end of the day if you're giving out these free advice to people you're over online you're treating them as though they are almost a client for that three minutes that you're chatting you're more likely then to bring actual paying clients in
0: yeah definitely did you do any courses for the social media because I do find social media overwhelming there's so oh, many different yeah. people they're doing so many different things it's like I, where know. Do you start?
2: I know well I just thought I mean I've I started my account I think sort of in 2015 ish um, and I've always so because so I've been on it for quite a while um, at the start it wasn't so much about growing a following it was just sort of about uploading my photos and all this sort of thing and um, but throughout the past few years I've just sort of researched a lot um, on my own back you know if people had like a, a social media marketing pdf for 30 pounds that could talk you through hashtags analytics all of this I've purchased one or two of those sort of things I just read myself trial and error and what times to post, the hashtags that work and things like that. Um but I've done it all myself.
0: There's a lot of online courses for social media as it's massively grown over recent years. It's important to do your research if they're paid so you know you're getting the right info. Tip social media coaches often post quick and helpful top tips on their socials for free that can be super helpful.
2: I'm not quite where I wanted to be um, I was at the end of last year I gave myself a goal to maybe try and be at 10,000 and that wasn't just to have lots of people following me so I was reaching more people for the sort of personal training aspect of it with people seeing what I'm putting out there and um, mm-hmm. to just get more clients and help more people but it's um it's been hard work like say trial and error has just been my go-to for the past however many years <laughs> I think
0: it's hard isn't it because their settings are constantly changing as well
2: so it's It's hard to know what to keep up with yeah it's so hard to keep up and I see there's other girls that I follow around who are sort of similar to me they've been on online for quite a while but only now they're really sort of pushing as a business
1: yeah and they
2: all say you know I go from one month I've got my stories are like 3,000 people are viewing it plus and then the next month it's like 800 people are viewing it and you're like well where's everyone else gone they haven't unfollowed me, so what's happening? <laughs> yeah, it is the worst. I think it is. it can be so draining as well. Yeah, it can be. And there's been a few times where I've wanted to give up um, but when I look back now, the times I wanted to give up were the times when I wasn't necessarily organized within myself. So I yeah. hadn't got the content ready, done this, because it's, it can become quite stressful. But if you get, you know, planning ahead of time, it's like on a Sunday night, I'll say, right, I'm going to post Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday today. On Monday, I'm going to post this with this photo. Just so then come that morning, your photo is ready, the caption's ready and you can go. So you take the thinking on the spot away from it. Yeah,
1: definitely. And I think scheduling tools too, they're really, really useful.
2: Yeah, definitely. I just got a new um sort of scheduling app. I don't know if you've heard of it called Notion. No, I've not not heard of that. I'm not sure. I found it from a girl I follow on YouTube from America and you can literally on there it's it's oh it's it's just amazing. You should take a look at it because I've got a page for my wedding planning, a page for content, my personal training, and it's just so much easier all being in one place oh my and you god. can have calendars to-do lists everything it's really good that sounds amazing we'll definitely
0: <laughs> yeah. out. sorry yeah. for just putting that
2: down in a little post-it note <laughs> oh i love that yeah honestly I, I was like at first when i found it i was like this is really hard to navigate but then after a few youtube tutorials i was like actually this is a game changer <laughs> oh
1: my god so worth it yeah we've been using <gasps> later yeah later which is okay but this oh yeah cool. I've, I've seen that yeah it just was basic really yeah yeah for like the more advanced options
2: right okay yeah so are you classed as being self-employed um yes I am so I um my online personal training that I do that is through self-employment um Mm -hmm. but I also do work at a club in London called third space I recently got that job and I'm looking to get a bit more sort of employment by them so I'll probably have in the next couple of weeks hopefully a bit of both so you have like I'll have my self-employment coming in from my business and then employment coming in from elsewhere okay so that'll be a confusing year but yeah if you're a PT if you don't if you're not hired sort of by a gym or what have you then you are um self-employed
1: perfect so I guess there's more to just the PT in when you are self-employed because you've got your social media your marketing the finance side of it um how do you find kind of balancing all of that
2: um it's it, it can get a bit overwhelming. I find that I have a few weeks at a time where it's all quite chill. Everything's under control. And then there's like a week or two weeks when everything just comes at one time. New clients, client programming, payments, this and that and so I it's just the only thing I rely on at the moment is my google calendar icon everything from I have tasks so I've got everything color color coded and even everything from you know call up this person to talk just have every little thing written down (laughs) even as in lunchtime eat your lunch from (laughs) one till two (laughs) sit down and eat (laughs) oh my god I love that you sound so organized but I guess you have to be yeah that's the thing you haven't got sort of a boss Tell you I'm sure you yeah. guys with what you're doing with your podcast and things it's kind of similar if you don't put in all the work the boring stuff behind the scenes and you know get yourself organized I mean I've had one or two nights where I've been up till 1am doing things simply because I've been unorganized Where as I all on my phone you know for two hours on TikTok
0: when you could have been doing something <laughs> yeah. it still always reassures me when someone else says that
2: <laughs> I know well I feel like a lot of the time people don't say that they're like yeah I'm really organized it's, you know I am organized but half my day and it's really yeah. not good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: definitely so what's
2: kind of your like your standard day-to-day task yeah so it's kind of changing at the moment a little bit but over Mm. the past sort of three months it's been I get up pretty much every day at half past five till six and because my first client pretty much every day Monday through to Friday is at Mm 7am so I like to get up have a coffee play with my dogs for a minute and make sure (laughs) that I've sort of taken a minute watched Good Morning Britain for half an hour (laughs) before the day starts and then I usually do from about seven until nine or 10 i've had zoom pt clients Mm -hmm. and then after that that's when i'll get my workout in because i can't i'd struggle to work out in the afternoon if it gets past one o'clock 99 chance of me not doing that workout that day so i have to get it in earlier um and then usually from around the times of sort of 11 until five that's doing um onboarding new clients Client um, calls like consultations or check-ins with people, um, filming content for my Instagram or filming content for a few different brands that I work with, Um, programming for clients, my clients every three weeks they have um, a whole new program to do so I try to get a week ahead every week of that um and then so that's what the chunk of the day is or the more slightly not exciting stuff apart from the program programming and the um filming the content I do enjoy It just can take quite a long time yeah. um and then come five o'clock I usually have two or three clients on the evening that I train or on Thursdays and Fridays and I go into London um to do training at third space um, and then my evening is usually I'm in bed by half past nine pretty much every day <laughs> because oh I get God. so tired I get <laughs> so tired lockdown's ruined me forever oh my gosh that's um, like a crazy day <laughs> I know. my um my fiance knows at half past nine he's sort of not allowed to come in for the next hour because that's me with my pillow spray planning the next it. day like just chilling I love um that. you need that downtime I know
0: when it comes to being self-employed, it takes a lot of trial and error, but that's okay. Finding out what routines and structures work for you and what don't can take some time.
2: But my, it's usually my mornings and my evenings that are really structured and then throughout the middle of the day, it can be anything, like I said, from content, like filming content, planning content, client programs, onboarding new clients. Um, so every day is slightly different in the middle of the day, which, which is good. It keeps it fresh.
1: Yeah, definitely. Wow. Like that is a lot though, isn't it? It is, yeah. And now I'm
0: saying it, I'm like, oh, <laughs>
2: that is a lot. I I'm honestly it out loud. <laughs> I
0: wish you could have seen Sammy's face when he was listening that. Like his jaw is just getting dropped like dropped more and more. I'm like, wow. <laughs> oh,
2: <gosh. laughs> I I do spend a a lot of the time as well. I like, I'll sort of I've like I said, I've got my Google Calendar. I like to time batch things. And then come four o'clock, if I've still not finished off what I needed to do, I don't bother trying to rush it through unless it has to be done. I'll just sort of move it on to the next day. Because there are some days where I sit staring at my laptop like 45 minutes. I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Yeah, definitely. Just take the day that comes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So
1: what would you say is the best thing about your job?
2: Um... Oh, gosh, there's so many things. Probably at the moment, it's um, training people from all over the world and then seeing how amazing the clients feel afterwards because I have a lot of clients in America. I just onboarded two girls from Alaska, which I was like, Alaska? Oh, my gosh, that's crazy. (laughs) Um, And then I've got people from um, Finland, um, Australia, and then all around the UK as well. And so seeing all these people from different backgrounds and, like, chatting to them, There are different upbringings and things like that. It's so amazing. You know, I didn't realise that I would meet this many diverse kind of people. The majority are women, though, um, sort of between the ages of, like, 21 to 40. Um, So it's all mainly ladies that I do. Um, But seeing how they feel after they finish like their program or even after like the first month when they get like the buzz of how good it does feel to eat healthily but eating still what you want and just finding a routine that works it's the most rewarding thing ever even more rewarding than being on a stage in front of like thousands of people who are like clapping you at the end of a dance just doing this it's like oh you've just made you know made someone's life a lot happier and a lot better for them which is just amazing
0: it can be really life-changing because it is more than just the body isn't it it's like changing the mindset as well so
2: yeah definitely I've had quite a few women come to me recently who want to eventually start a family and they sort of say I know right now that I'm not in the best shape or health status that I could be Um, so they're like I want to make sure that I get to a good place so I can bring a healthy baby into the world and things like that so when people are relying on me to get them there it's like oh it's pressure but it is amazing that's kind of crazy. Crazy, that does that sound
0: so rewarding
2: yeah it is it really is
0: so what would you say the worst or hardest thing is about your job
2: oh dear me um the hardest thing probably enough time in the day you know <laughs> <Yeah>. probably <laughs> enough time in the day you know, like, I get up early, but still, there's just not. When you're focusing in, there's, I think I could just do with, like, two extra hours in the <laughs> middle of the day <laughs> just to make sure I get everything done. Yeah,
0: um, not enough time. The worst thing,
2: no, and I feel like if I'm, if I have a day where I'm tired and I'm training clients, even though I'm trying my best, I've had, like, three coffees to be uplifting, I don't ever want it to sort of ruin their experience if they're like, oh, my trainers, she seemed quite tired today. You know, yeah. which sometimes I feel like might happen, but that's only because, you know, you're staring at a laptop for the majority of the day. You're running from this client to that client, doing this, mm-hmm. doing that, um, which I know for most jobs, that is the case. Um, but apart from that, there isn't really a worse thing. It's frustrating when clients don't listen to you and then three months down the line, they're like, oh, actually you were right. I'm like, I know, <laughs> I know I was. <laughs> I told you so. <laughs> I know, yeah. But yeah, worst thing is just, not necessarily even a worse thing it's just finding the time to make sure that you can get everything done that needs to be done to the best it can be done that's not bad then that's not a bad one I know so I feel like that was a really rubbish answer but I can't I can't think of anything right now yeah it sounds like there's a lot of good things to the job definitely yeah
1: there definitely yeah
2: there is for sure
1: so say someone's listening and they're thinking personal trainer is definitely the career path for me What would you kind of advise the first steps they take is?
2: Um, First step would be to reach out, no, sorry, to research different online courses that you can do because there are so many right now. And similar to what I said at the beginning, I think three-week courses I personally wouldn't recommend to do because I feel like you can't absorb everything that you need to absorb to be out by yourself training people. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also reach out to other PTs. I reached out to a handful that I had followed um, for quite a while who I knew were, you know, they didn't follow the crowds, they didn't do what was fashionable, they stuck to what they believed in. Um, I reached out to them and just asked sort of their advice on you know, where did they train? Would they recommend anyone? Just so you know that you're going in to the best people because um, there's no point spending, you know, however much money on a course then realising actually there were better places that I could have gone to out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also researching for yourself why you sort of, well, not researching, but why do you want to become a personal trainer? I feel like at the moment, it looks almost fashionable to be a PT um but it's not it's quite hard work so just make sure you know again reaching out to people and seeing because it can be a very overwhelming when you first start if you're not prepared for the work that you have to put in um so reaching out to people researching as much as you can just so you know before you start you're doing exactly what you want to do and what you know is right for you to do as well I I think that made sense
0: yeah I think that's a really good point because I do think with social media they do they are glamorizing jobs all the time at the minute yeah. on social media yeah
2: and
0: you really don't know the other side of it like no. so, yeah and, and that's what I
2: mean I, I did a video not so long ago um, about the day in the life of an online PT because I would watch these videos of personal trainers and I'd be like well their day looks quite smooth like that's <laughs> I, I'd watch it and be like you haven't really told me anything apart from how wonderful your day's gone so I like bit more sort of real you know it is hard like you've got to do this you have to do that make sure you do this because like you say it looks like it's all being sent new gym gear and wonderful clients making wonderful progress which it is uh, but it's also a lot of hard work that people don't show enough of I don't think
0: yeah definitely agree with that I think that's just one of the social media things but it's good that you share the real side
2: yeah, yeah, definitely. I know when I was sort of re- researching myself, that was what I was looking for. I was trying to find people who just said it as it is, without making it sound all butterflies and candy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what are the top three skills
0: needed, do you think, to be
2: a personal trainer? Um, I would say organization, especially. I mean, it doesn't matter whether you're working in a gym or not, but especially if you are self-employed and you're doing everything by yourself um because it can get you can get overloaded so if you're not time batching and you're just not writing lists so you forget it's easy to forget things you know and then you can let sort of clients down and things like that so i'd say organization and um, empathy and um, for the reasons you know people come to you for because sometimes it can get quite deep you're also a counselor <laughs> as well as a PT. you know some of the things that they'll tell you so you need to be ready to sort of be there um for a shoulder to cry on as well um and a passion for what you do because it is it is it is hard you know and it can get frustrating when you have sort of people not necessarily not believing in what you do but you have to just know be you know assertive in yourself that you know what you're talking about you know what you're doing works and you've got the passion behind it to make every client be successful in their own way,
1: definitely. I think it's important to not compare as well, you know, especially with social media. Like, yeah. You- Do you mean to other sort of yeah. trainers
2: or yeah? Because I can imagine yeah. you know being overwhelming. Yeah, it, it can be, and I mean, at first, I mean, you you're gonna ask me a question in a minute, so I've got the list here um, <laughs> that I'll um, I'll say in a minute as well. But I've had um, one or two people reach out to me and sort of ask my advice, and I've been I t- tried to hold my cards a little bit close to my chest, but I'm more than happy to help people. Um, and then those people have gone on and actually taken what I've told them to do and made it their own. Mm. You know what I mean, so you need to stay in your stay in your lane and don't follow, just do what you want to do and keep your cards close to your chest if you've got an idea, don't tell anyone
1: yeah,
0: definitely <laughs> don't tell them,
2: yeah, I think it's important to just
1: be authentic as well, just be you yep,
0: yeah, definitely so um what advice for others would you give who are wanting to go down this career route? um
2: advice wise, I would probably say um that before you start everyone goes on at the moment about finding your niche doing this and doing that which I actually can now vouch for to do from the get-go I sort of didn't know what this was um I didn't know what my niche was so I had people of all different ages female males and I found myself being a little bit quite sporadic in what I was doing because I was being pulled in different directions for different needs, this and that. I'm sorry, my dogs are barking. I really hope that. Didn't... <laughs> we really? can't hear that. <laughs> um, so I think find your niche um, before you start. So do you want to do males? Do you want to do females? Do you want to be within a certain age group? Do you want to do pre and postnatal? Find what you want to do. Because I worked with um, an, a, an online business coach not so long ago. And we finally figured out exactly what my niche is. And so now I can start working um, and you can just focus on those people. And the chances are, you know, people think that it's quite a saturated business, which it sort of is in a way, but there's hundreds of thousands of people wanting personal trainers for different things. So I'd say, but, you know, before you start, be assertive on what it is that you want to, you know, the way that you want to train people and who it is that you want to train, and that will make your life a lot easier
0: yeah I think the niche thing a lot of people they go into a career and they just like want to help everyone and they want to that's what we did anyway when we went yeah
2: no I want to do everyone why
0: can't I do everyone yeah
2: yeah no that that was how I started as well and I didn't and it's sort of it's quite a stressful thing if you've got you know men of different ages women of different ages and each program is having to be programmed completely different whereas if you have you know women between this age and that age you're like right okay I can do this template and you adjust according to the people that you have and it does just make your life a lot easier and also for you you understand and know exactly the clients that you want and then you can go out and reach for them you can get the hashtags that you know are going to reach that kind of people and things like that so it does make your life a lot easier and from the get-go
1: yeah definitely and when you think about it like that it does
2: make so much sense yeah. It doesn't it didn't to me at first and I didn't that was one part that I didn't really look into. Yeah. But it was just after Christmas. I sort of said to myself, you need to hone in a little bit more on who it is that you want to work with.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think it pays off a lot more than just going for everyone.
2: Yep. Yeah, yeah definitely.
1: Finally, um, is there anything that you've learned in your journey that you wish you knew when you first started? I think for this
2: one, it's not necessarily something that I wish I knew it's just having the belief in myself that I knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Because when yeah. I first started, I felt very much like the blind leaving the blind. I didn't really know what to do. Like I'd done my research and things like that, but none of my friends are personal trainers. So I was really by myself doing this and doing that. And I, the things that I initially set out to do, like even for, you know, how to set a program, you know, do you have... So, for example, my 12-week programs are made of four phases of each phase being three weeks long. Mm -hmm. and it's the first I was like oh no 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 that's that's too long the clients are going to get bored so I pulled it down to every week changing it and lo and behold I didn't have the time to keep changing the programs and there wasn't seeing enough progress with people and I was like if I just stuck to my gut at the very start and kept it as it was my life would be easier and the clients would be reaching the goals a lot quicker so even little things like that I think always go with whatever your gut feeling tells you about what you should do how you should run your business you know what you should put into it always go with that so I know that's not something that I wish I knew but something you know have that belief that you you know if you've got the passion and you know you really want to do it go with what you think is right because like you say there's so many people doing it at the moment you could easily but oh well this person's doing this this person's doing that just do what it is that you want to do
1: within reason
2: (laughs) yeah definitely I'm such a big believer on like trusting your own gut yeah it's the same isn't it you know when you're at school and you're doing exam papers and your gut tells you about it, and it's, it's B it's B and then you're like mm-hmm. no 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 it's C and then you get the test paper back and you're like it was B yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> we need to start listening to ourselves <laughs> I know
1: yeah well that's amazing thank you so much what an interesting journey you have I loved hearing about your personal training journey and all your dancing and the cruises. it's incredible Oh, thank you. I can't believe that's been half an hour. I was
2: talking. That went so <laughs> quick. It did, didn't it? So, so quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>